movies, music, television, and more. This is Entertainment. 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 Rebooted. Only on WZIP. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Entertainment Rebooted. I am Anthony, and I am here with David today, and we will be discussing Insomniac's Spider-Man 2. In September, David and I reviewed the previous two Insomniac Spider-Man games, and we ended that discussion by giving our thoughts on the new game that came out on October 20th. The game has been out for almost a month now, and during this time, we both gathered our thoughts and opinions on the game. All of the topics we talked about regarding the first two Spider-Man games got updated for the second game. So today we will be discussing our general thoughts on the game, followed by our spoiler-filled opinions on the new story, combat, web swinging, characters, graphics, art direction, and side missions. So David, how about you start us out with your sure. thoughts on the game so far? I So full disclosure, I have not played the game. However, I have watched from start to finish everything on the game for our audience here understand my perspective on that however even just as like a a osmosis player you know i think the game is pretty pretty fantastic i mean the uh my my instagram feed is full of spider-man content swinging free roaming combat all these all these things and it makes me so jealous because and i've played miles morales i played the 2018 release I was full in depth on those two games, those two titles, but I don't have a PS5, so, you know, shame shame for me. But anyway, the game is incredible, in my opinion. I think every aspect is such a huge upgrade to what we had previously. What, what do you think? What are your What are your thoughts? As somebody who played the game, and unlike me, what do you think? I, like David said, I was able to play it, and I was able to platinum it in about a week. And I can say I had a much better time platinuming this game compared to the first game. Yeah. I remember platinuming the... I don't know if it's like this in the second one, but the first game, platinuming it, you had to do five crimes in every district, Mm -hmm. and it was five of each crime type. So you're in one district doing like 25 crimes, and that's like probably the last trophy you're trying to get, and it's like really frustrating. The experience that I've had personally, I'm I'm seeing everybody platinuming the game really quick and really soon and enjoying the platinum. It's like one of the most fun things that people do, so that's a great... I mean... Like like I said, they they improved improved on everything. Even getting the platinum trophy, the one hundred percent completion is actually fun for people now. Yeah. So that kind of concludes our spoiler free opinions on the game. So if you don't mind the spoilers, or if you already completed the game, feel free to uh, tune in for the rest of the segment. But now we will start talking about a little bit more specific things with the story and combat for Spider Man Two. There we go, David. Well, what are your thoughts on the up? updated story and combat system. Story is massive in this game. I think the the stakes, for one, I feel a lot more grand. I know if anybody remembers the storyline in the first game, Miles Morales doesn't really count because that was kind of a small-scale thing anyway, but yeah. the first game, uh, there was like a pandemic going on. That was kind of, it was it was the devil's breath mm-hmm. uh, storyline. That whole arc was, you know, pretty, pretty in-depth and pretty dangerous, but Spoiler, Harry Osborn slash Venom, yep. new change here, wants to heal the world, and he means it. Um, he, he takes that that phrase pretty pretty far in this game, and yep. that really elevates the story. Very, uh, very Web of Shadows, Spider-Man Web of Shadows reminiscent with mm-hmm. the symbiote invasion and, and all these other fantastic, fantastic things that they went with in this game. Uh, the characters feel 
more realistic than ever. The writing feels solid. I got emotional during certain scenes, even have not having not played it, watching these cutscenes, knowing how much they they mean to me as a huge Spider-Man fan for years, and seeing some of these cutscenes kind of blew me away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Playing through the game and watching the cutscenes, this was probably the first time that I was truly invested in a story while playing a game, and I can say that it did not disappoint. There was a lot of aspects through that story that really drew you in and kind of made you feel for Peter and Harry and Miles as well, because in certain aspects, you can kind of feel that Miles is starting to feel kind of jealous of Harry and how much attention he is kind of grabbing uh, from Peter and away from Miles. And at one point, it kind of feels like Miles thinks he's getting replaced by Harry too. But then by the end of the game, Harry ends up not fully well. And, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man ends up retiring, ish. Ish. But we all know he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Time. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah. So now with the the new combat system, mm-hmm. I know in the last episode, we kind of covered that the combat in Miles Morales was a lot better than yes, the first game. Hundred percent. But I feel like they took that aspect of the combat from Miles Morales and added it to Peter as well, but then updated it fully in this game as well yeah correct the symbiote abilities for Mm -hmm. one is a huge deal and i mean i didn't even really include it but the spider arms that they are there's a parry system now in spider-man which feels really cool seeing the symbiote abilities being utilized as not just an offensive tool but a defensive tool is also really cool there's uh, better enemy variety so you're using your abilities more frequently more often and you're not really forgetting about them because they're truly useful in this game yeah. seeing the combat is having been fleshed out to the degree that it is is really refreshing to be honest yeah i have to agree with that the combat system kind of refreshed like you said really made this game stand out compared to the other two 100 like you said the symbiote abilities were a blast to play with and even the ability to like put the symbiote suit and the anti-venom uh, suit That's on right. and kind of gain those abilities as well made it stand out a lot. I also like the fact that the gadgets were also tuned down a lot compared 100%. to the first game. And mm-hmm. each one kind of had their own purpose for the story. Yeah. Um, I know the concussion blast, uh, they upgrade it towards the end of the story to kind of deal with the symbiotes. And I thought that was a really cool touch for the game. Right. The, the gadgets do have a lot more uh, impact in this game as well. The I mean, I remember even in the, to some extent the Miles Morales uh, gadgets weren't as fleshed out. I mean, we mm-hmm. had the hollow decoys and funky stuff like that. But in the first game is where the problem was was at its biggest, where you're having these gravity launchers. And, and everything aside from like a handful you're, you're using, and the others are just kind of clutter and waste. So this game, they really streamlined things and, and simplified them for the better, and it makes you want to use your one of four gadgets or however many, and all of your abilities. They're, they really decided, you know what, we're going we're gonna to trim the fat and utilize what we have and add to that, and that was the enemies, that was the dodge system, expanding on that, turning in, into a dodge slash parry system, the enemy variety being upgraded with characters that are going to dodge your attacks are going to are going to challenge you in new ways that they just didn't before and Mm -hmm. that's i mean that's massive for fun that's massive for gameplay that's massive for the spider 
uh, sensation, the, the being the spider character itself, yeah. not just for Peter with his symbiote abilities, but for Miles with his electricity abilities, bioelectricity, I believe is how they, they yeah. phrase it. His, what did you think about his new abilities? His, his, Miles got a bit of an upgrade in this one. Yeah, um, I really liked his new abilities. I thought the way that they introduced it was very clever. Mm -hmm. I know in the trailers, the electricity was blue and we were all like, oh, why is it blue now yeah. and not yellow? We all thought maybe they were just going to change it uh, just to make it blue, but it actually <laughs> has a purpose since Mr. Negative kind of gave his, or Miles kind of absorbed Mr. Negative's powers. And I think that really added a refresh to Miles' abilities as yeah. well. Speaking of refresh, next we'll go into the web-swinging aspect mm. of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> With the first two games, we kind of realized that Miles Morales improved upon the first game's web-swinging with kind of the animations that Miles does while swinging. But Spider-Man 2 improves on the web swinging a tremendous amount with the web wings, the slingshots, and just more animations as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like the web swinging greatly improved in this game compared to the other two. Right. It, the, the sense of speed that you get. And not to, like, shortcut the the power though of the ps5 is yeah. is kind of a huge deal the the ability to go much faster than before and load with the ps5 ssd making things feel much faster not just because of the console's hardware but also the controller's hardware with the dual sense yeah. the the triggers i'm sure play us and i haven't not played the game full disclosure but the triggers i know are make make you feel so much better when swinging around the web wings i'm sure feels like gliding like a paper airplane through a classroom or something like it's just yep. satisfying it's fun to watch and the i mean people people talked about the web tunnels mm -hmm. from and even when the web wings were revealed with the first gameplay trailer people didn't like the web tunnels what did, what did you think of the web tunnels because i hear people complain about the web tunnels but i haven't actually played the game yet so yeah i think with the addition of the web wings, I feel like the web tunnels were needed. Without them, I think it would kind of limit how frequently you would use the web wings. Mm -hmm. It would kind of be more reliant on the web swinging. But with the tunnels, you can basically web glide around the whole map. Right. There are tunnels that will get you from the bottom of the map to the top of the map, and you don't have to turn off your web wings at all. I think it's huge, especially since they expanded the map in this game. It's, mm -hmm. what, twice the size, they said? Yeah. Uh, you... you need to cross bridges in this game and if if we didn't have the web wings the only way you do it is be swinging to, to swing under bridges but now you can just fly over yep. and that adds a lot more more variety in the traversal naturally just because you could do another thing but uh, adds a lot of ease as well for players because now they don't have to like this is how it was in the uh, in some previous spider-man games where you did you the only way to cross was to go through the bridge yep. and now nowadays you can just you can just glide right over like batman but not really like it doesn't play like that but yeah. you see my point yeah like you said i think the addition of the web wings and the slingshot kind of adds more options to how you traverse across the map right i know the web swing before might have taken too long so a lot of people might have fast traveled but with these new options you can get from point a to point b a lot faster without uh, using the fast travel yeah the the slingshot like you mentioned there there are certain points if i recall right that mm -hmm. you can slingshot that you because you can slingshot anywhere but there are points that are pinged on the map that i mean what take you a third of the way through yeah. the game yep. that just fly you wherever you want to go i think that i mean one a huge flex for the ps5 and the power of it but also it 
it has a, a genuine game sense. It makes you feel like Spider-Man. I hate to use those those phrases. <laughs> it's so popular to say, but it's true. This is probably the best title that makes you feel like Spider-Man, at least from the traversal side. If you can't agree with the other things, that's fine. But I can't see any web swinging better than what we have here. And not, not just for Peter, but for Miles. This is like the best Miles video game we've ever gotten. And yeah. I know that's there's only like one other one, but still. And I, I'd, had, I'd be hesitant to not say the same of of this new title i feel like it's also incredible best web swinging ever for me yes <laughs> yes i have to agree with that the web swinging is much better compared to the first two insomniac games moving on over to the characters aspect of spider-man 2 what is your opinions on the way they took peter's character and the miles character i very interesting that they, they took turns that i wasn't expecting the i mean Harry is super different as yep. well compared to previous iterations. I learned this recently, but I guess Norman Osborn was never like mayor or elected mayor before. I, think I did hear that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's, and I, I thought that made sense to me. So yeah. it was surprised that Insomniac's universe was the first to do it. Similar with Harry, where they did things that I was like, that's been done before, right? Oh, wait. No, it hasn't. So yeah. the they take an interesting route with him having the symbiote. This is a huge new direction that I kind of saw coming because, I mean, after the first game, you kind of, it's inferred that, you yeah. know, whatever. And But they actually do it. They go full in with this idea that Harry is going to be Venom. And there are different routes that they take to kind of throw you off that trail. For example, early in the game, Harry finds out that Peter is Spider-Man through a, a kind of a freak accident on this Ferris wheel. And Agent Venom is Harry, yeah. which is super cool to think about because Agent Venom is essentially Flash Thompson after going through war, I believe, suffers a, a serious physical disability and uses the symbiote to kind of fight crime or fight whatever he has to fight. Yeah. And taking that route with Harry and partnering up with Peter Parker, and now we have like these these two heroes and these two spider people. I don't know if you noticed this, but for that time where that was an element in the story, mm -hmm. you can find Agent Venom fighting crimes randomly, just as you would with Miles. I did not realize that. I, I saw a video of it. I was like, wait a minute, that's super cool. So those random encounters that you travel through in the city that you might see, Agent Venom slash Harry Osborn might be there to help you fight those crimes just the same as what Miles would be doing, which is super cool. Seeing the uh, the characters have impact in the gameplay and in the open world especially is awesome. More characters that I felt like were better, Mr. Negative, Craven mm -hmm. the Hunter. You know, yeah. I totally forgot to mention Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter is awesome in this game, in yeah. my opinion. I think he's one of the best antagonists that we've gotten in the Insomniac Spider-Verse so far. Mm -hmm. Having this hunter-type character that wants to stop at nothing that to, to find his next hunt, his next kill, his next next victim, somebody that is going to truly challenge him, is perfect for the Craven character. And, and we've seen that before, but adding the symbiote to that really elevates the stakes and really elevates how important it is for Craven to fight his true nemesis, which in the end doesn't end up being Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, ends up yeah. being another character. And having experienced it, what what are your thoughts with that that whole direction? With with Craven, with Venom, Harry, Peter, Miles, Mr. Negative, all these other characters. Yeah, um, I really liked the way they kind of took the direction with Peter. Um, I liked how the way he got the symbiote was after quote unquote dying to Craven, right. and the symbiote kind of attached to him without Harry even knowing what was going on. And over time, you got to see how the symbiote was starting to affect Peter. 
making him more angry. And even with Miles, he started leaving Miles mm -hmm. out to kind of do his own thing. Not answering his calls and stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, and I really like how the symbiote kind of went back to Harry too. And then Peter eventually got the anti-Venom suit, which helped him defeat Venom in the end. And going to Venom, playing as Venom came as a huge surprise. <laughs> yes, that was a huge surprise. Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I know there was rumors about them making a Venom game. Yeah, spinoff. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man 2, but I was not expecting being able to play with Venom. And then having Venom being the one to defeat Kraven as well, mm -hmm. I thought was a very unique way they went with the story. Right. It was a good way to pass the torch as well, because there's nothing more intimidating than beating up the bad guy who is just as intimidating so it really like like i mentioned three times now elevating the stakes making things feel more dangerous with craven being the big bad for the first portion of the game and then now it smoothly transitions to venom and it just makes it feel that more scary the threat of this new this new villain that is going to heal the world and and yeah. you know that's really scary because it's venom it's not it's not harry you yeah. know so yeah i think and playing as venom watching the clips of the 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 finishers that you could do and yep. watching backs get broken it's like you're gonna have to see a chiropractor after after oh, yeah. encountering <laughs> venom as an oscorp employee yes terrible i also like the way they went with miles as well it wasn't solely focused on his high school but there was a large aspect of his story relying around college applications and meeting essays with his and advisor stuff, yeah. and his essays but at the end he realized that he needed to help peter and then at the very end of the game Peter told him that he was going to be the new only Spider-Man. That's the right. Year. And that's not just true in the story, but Insomniac came out recently and said that Miles is, is Spider-Man. Miles is the new Spider-Man yep. for now. And obviously there's probably going to be a third game and that'll change yes. things. But And especially with some post-credit scenes that we could talk about now or later. It's up to yeah, you. Yeah, we can but go ahead and talk about them. Sure, yeah. The What did you think about Silk? <laughs> I, I thought that one was a huge surprise. When they were panning towards her, I thought, okay, who would this be? Mm -hmm. But I was not expecting it to be Silk. Yeah, I didn't know at first because I know Silk is probably the third or fourth most popular Spider character. Mm -hmm. We have Peter, Miles, maybe you know Spider Woman, and then Silk. Yeah. So having them jump right into that makes me really excited because, well, what does this mean? Does this mean the third game we get to play as Silk as well as Miles and Peter, yeah. or you know what kind of directions because they take this? And that's not the only post credit scene, but just that alone makes me wonder what the potential is for the next game and the characters and how they're going to interact this is something that i haven't seen personally i haven't seen silk miles and peter react uh together as as one is does silk have spider powers yet we don't there's so many questions to be answered and yeah. that's kind of the perfect post-credit stinger that you want is is something that gets you excited and gets you going but doesn't impact the rest of the story that we experienced yeah i originally thought before even seeing the post credit scene, that they would set up Gwen Stacy and yes. Spider-Gwen. But I think going with Silk was a very unique direction. I think it will make the next game a lot better. Right, right. What did you think about the other one? Um, it was uh, Norman Osborn and Otto Octavius kind of reuniting. Um, and <laughs> Norman's like, what are you writing? And he's like, the final chapter. To yeah. hint at the final chapter, the third game, we assume. What did you think about that, that setup? I really liked that one. I am a huge Green Goblin fan. Yes, So yes. Uh, when you said the G serum, I was like, oh, yeah. I, uh, that makes me assume that Green Goblin will be the next villain, especially how the way the story ended. I, I saw it on YouTube, and I was like, oh, man, I have to get a PS5 now because I have to catch up on what I just missed. But Green Goblin is widely considered to be the main antagonist of Spider-Man, and we haven't experienced that interpretation in this universe quite just yet. So seeing it... 
and for myself and playing it myself and fighting fighting Green Goblin, I assume is going to be one of those gaming lifetime moments where it's yeah. like, yeah, that's going to be pretty sick. Yeah, I also think it'll be cool how they reveal that Spider-Man is Peter to Norman because Norman kind of felt bad for Peter after the whole Harry and Venom incident, but then kind of blamed it all on Spider-Man. That's right. So I think when Norman finds out that Spider-Man is Peter, I'm excited to see how yeah, he reacts to that. that interaction and the, f- the family connection and, you know, how... Peter is kind of seen as a son to to Norman. How how far they'll take that aspect of it as well. It it really just makes me more excited for the sequel and the potential of what they can do. Since in this universe, at least just yet, Harry's not dead. Harry is not mm-hmm. disappeared yet. The symbiote is somewhere, and you know the the potential to to carry on with the established characters is going to make the third game pretty massive just yeah. from characters alone. I mean, they're adding some, as we speak, Silk, like what? Yep. You know, I hate to mention him with without doing some kind of crazy voice, but Carnage yeah. as well. Cletus Cassidy himself, which we'll get into that when we get into side content, but that just, that levels the excitement for me quite a bit with the, the potential for the third game. It's yep. massive. Yep. So with concluding on the characters, next we can go into the graphics for mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2. What is your thoughts on the graphics for this game compared to the first two? It's pretty clear-cut answer. It's a lot better. Yeah. Um, and it's hard for me to even say that because I thought the first game looked awesome. And then Miles came out, and I was like, wow, winter looks great in New York. Yep. And I've been in New York when it's cold, but not when it's uh, winter. And it looks awesome, and it looks really fun to swing through. The graphics in this game are massive. The the and I, what I mean by massive is, like, for one, the world. The world's massive. The world looks better. The trees look better. The trees look greener. The colors pop more. The buildings look better. The, the character models look better. There's, there's so much to, to talk about from that aspect alone. It's hard to do it justice. But, I mean, the particle effects, for, for one, I'm a huge particle effects guy, especially with combat. And having played, like, previous PlayStation exclusives like God of War, seeing particle effects done really well is adds to that satisfaction and that fantasy of being this super powerful character seeing the symbiote abilities the symbiote effect Mm -hmm. as well what did you think of that by the way because the symbiote effect reminds me of previous iterations but i i liked how it looked like an alien from the get-go it looked very slimy very gooey and that's how it looked when it was first revealed but seeing it in game with different lighting it can't look more scary honestly and they do the same with when venom is fully introduced where it it looks that looks like sludge. That looks like slime. That looks like something I don't want to step in. Yeah. And gra- graphically speaking, looks incredible. The lighting as well. Um, indoor environments have not looked better. I think, and it's it kind of depends on what version of the game you're playing on because this game has a performance mode mm-hmm. and a fidelity mode. So you can choose 60 FPS or make the game look better. And most people choose the 60 FPS, I imagine. But the ray tracing uh, interactions with the environment is is awesome to look at. Frankly, I mean, window reflections have never looked better. Yep. Indoor environments, I mean, the light bulbs in this room that we're sitting in are going to look just the same if it was like, if we made this room into Spider-Man, it's going to look the same. That's And that's like a huge compliment. That that compliments to the, the photorealism of the environments and, and how the buildings just look incredible. It looks like you're really in New York. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. The lighting, I feel, makes it look like hyper realistic Mm -hmm. it looks almost identical as if you would go to new york in real life also like added with the particle effects i don't know if you noticed but while you're swinging and like you swing through the trees when you go out of the trees like the leaves follow you follow you yeah yeah. 
And if you go in the water, you can see that the suit is visibly wet mm -hmm. and it slowly dries over time. Yeah. So I think like those, the, the little details kind of make it more realistic and just make the graphics as a whole a lot better. Right. It's huge for photo mode as well. For people who love to take pictures in their games with photo mode, I mean, this is probably the best game to do it, which is how good it looks and how how stunning some of the, the portraits I've seen people make and the the concepts that I've seen people do with the symbiote suit at night or the symbiote suit at day. There's no there's no world where the game doesn't look good. And yeah. that, I mean that seriously. On the topic of looking good, um, what is your opinion on the art direction that Insomnia took with yeah. this game? I think we had very a very great starting point with the first game if we had this conversation five years ago when it came out i would have said this is the best new york i've ever seen yeah and when miles came out two years later i would have said this is the best new york's ever seen we've ever seen and this game same thing i think the style that they have with the suit as well the silhouette that's been that's been created with the colors um and maybe Miles, not so much. There's some controversy going on with this yeah. suit. I'm sure you've seen. Yep. But um, they they really decided to nail a certain look to New York, a certain color to New York, a certain uh, world, really. And having that that fantastic art direction and seeing New York look as as good as it's ever been is is satisfying for me. As somebody who loves Spider-Man and loves the city of New York due to Marvel having such a fantastic place to look at really adds to the whole experience of playing this $70 exclusive title. Yeah, I have to agree. The art direction in this game is fantastic. You get your bang for your buck. 100%. Now, uh, let's kind of close out with the side missions. Sure. Um, we touched a little bit on them with the Cletus Cassidy ones, <laughs> yeah. but what was your opinions on the side missions for this game? Massively better. I, I think for anybody who hasn't played the game, but maybe played a few other super superhero titles, I think that the best comparison is the side content in Batman Arkham Knight, where you're not... And if you played Spider-Man PS4 five years ago, uh, what, six now? Five, six, something like that? Something Couple, yeah, a little while ago, yeah. Um, you know that the side content was, there There was some left to be desired, and, and they improved that on, on Miles Morales with having things be more connected to the main story and the main characters. But for Arkham Knight, the side content was actual supervillains, and they expand on that with the DLC for that game as well, but the the con you're fighting two face you're fighting you know the penguin and and actual characters that are related to batman in some way and you have taskmaster in the first game but that was kind of it and that yeah. was probably the best the best one in this game there's a lot more there's yeah. a lot more and i believe side content exclusive to certain characters right i think yep. mysterio is one that's exclusive to miles yep. and I think Peter is exclusive to Carnage, if I'm not mistaken, slash Wraith, that whole... I think so. I think so, too. I'm, I'm not, not sure. I'm not too sure on that one. I know that there are there is some side content that's interchangeable that you can do with either, which is yeah. great. But there is some where they, they enhance the story a little bit by forcing you to play a certain character. What would you think about that, by the way? Did that, did that ever bother you? Or no? Um, is it too fun to play it as all the spider people? That doesn't matter. Yeah, I think um, by forcing um, the user to play as a certain Spider-Man, it kind of makes them switch between the two um i know after the story i kind of tended to lean more towards peter because yeah. i liked his suits more but by forcing me to play miles it forced me to continue upgrading his skills and his abilities to try to make him as fun as using peter right right i i agree i i've seen i mean when the game came out i was looking at suit videos for everybody i was like yep. that's my favorite that's my favorite and that's my favorite the the side content uh, in my opinion, is a lot better, though. The Cletus Cassidy 
a tease almost. It feels less like a tease and more like, here's a full introduction. Get yeah. ready for the next game. Yep. And I mean, what's another one? Am I? There's Mysterio, there's Carnage, there's Flint Marco's Memories. Um, I know that there's a Chameleon tease as well. Yeah. There is a Chameleon tease, which uh, I didn't know this. Well, I, I did. I just kind of forgot. But Chameleon is Craven's brother, which, yeah. and I don't know if maybe that's the same in this universe, but in the comics, at least that's how it is. What did you think, though? As somebody who played the side content and interacted with it in the free roam environment, what did you think about all of that? And and even some of the collectibles, like the spider bots. Mm-hmm. I think the side missions at the end kind of introducing someone that we may see in Spider-Man 3, I thought that was very unique. Mm-hmm. That we didn't necessarily have a final boss fight for each type of side mission, but we got something to kind of tease us on what's to come in Spider-Man 3. And I talk about the spider bots... I thought it was very cool how they kind of connected that to Across the Spider-Verse and how that might impact the next movie as well. Right. So for fans of the Spider-Verse, the Sony Spider-Man universe, you have a lot to look forward to with this game. And that that's to really say if you're a Spider-Man fan at all, you're going to have fun with this game no matter where you come from, from the films only, from the games only, from both, like me, like you, (laughs) like many people, you're going to enjoy this game. That's that's really good to hear. If you are a fan of Spider-Man, you will definitely love playing this game, especially if you played the first two. There's a lot of callbacks uh, with the other side missions to the first two games and kind of bring those open storylines to a close. Sure. And I think the way they executed the side missions with this game was uh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Lots to look forward to for Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yes. With that, that kind of wraps up our discussion on Spider-Man 2. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on the game? Well, uh, Out of 10, what do we think? I'd give it... Probably a nine and a half. I, I have to agree with you. I'm not sure if it's the best PlayStation exclusive I've ever personally seen, but man, is it up there. And yeah. best Spider-Man game, hands down, in my yeah. opinion. Really, the, my only complaint is I kind of wish it was longer. Yeah, that's um, a big one that I see a lot. Yeah, yeah. They the story I thought was a nice length, but the amount to do in free roam after the game is significantly decreased compared to the other games, and it made it go by a lot faster. Right. I kind of wish it would have taken a little longer to get all the collectibles and that kind of stuff. So that is why it is not quite a 10, at least for me. If you enjoy listening to podcasts about video games and movies and TV shows and all other types of entertainment, make sure to keep tuning in to episodes of Entertainment Rebooted. We have people covering anime to people covering movies. So if you are a fan of entertainment, please make sure to continue listening two episodes on entertainment rebooted with that that brings our discussion for spider-man 2 to a close i hope everyone enjoyed listening to david and mine discussion (laughs) and maybe we'll be back to discuss the next spider-man game right a venom spinoff maybe hopefully hopefully. (laughs) all right yes thank you all for listening bye guys